This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Peaceful Corner. I hope you all are doing wonderful. Um, Thank you for joining us again as we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. There's nothing much more than to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you know, in every day, in our everyday lives, in everything that we do, we really just need to fellowship with the holy spirit it's really important um so yeah in this season that we're talking about jesus you know easter is coming very soon um that's exciting where we celebrate the the thing that jesus did on the cross why he died for us and so much more but not to waste our time um we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about romans 8 you know um, but Romans, 8, I'm just going to stop at Romans 8 verse 1. I would encourage you to go read the whole of 8 chapter of Romans, the 8th chapter of Romans. It's, I'm sure you, you're going to get a lot from it. But the first verse, I think I, the first verse, and I might go to another verse, but I'm not sure yet. Wherever way the Holy Spirit is letting this conversation go. Um, you know, but yeah. And we thank him, the God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Because they're all here. They're always here. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. Oh, anyways. First verse of the 8th chapter of Romans says, and I'm reading the New King James Version, New King James Version. Um, and this, this um, uh, at the beginning of this chapter, it's titled, Free from Indwelling Sin. So, you know, it can t- kind of gives you a little, you know, brief synopsis or not synopsis maybe synopsis of what the the um chapter is going to be about you know it gives you a title gives you a sense of what's going to be about but anyways let me read there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus who do not work according to the flesh but according to the spirit i'll read it again therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. I'm going to read it in the message translation. Um, it joins chapter 1 and 2, but I'm going to see where I can stop. With the arrival of Jesus as Messiah, that's, fa- that's faithful dilemma was is resolved. That's faith, not like faith. Faithful dilemma was, is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under the continuous low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnified, magnificent, oh, magnificently, oh, I am so sorry, guys, magnificently, that's how you pronounce it, magnificently, cleared the air, Bring you from the fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. A lot of big words there, but it's all right. We're, we're, we, I think we get the gist of what chapter one is trying to tell us. But I like in the message version where it talks about a new power is in operation. A new power is in operation. Meaning there was a new, I mean, it got to give us a sense. When we think about it, we're like, hmm, that means there was another power that was in operation before Jesus came. Right, I mean, and then it also says that um, those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low lying black cloud. So we don't longer have to, the black cloud there. They're basically saying sin. We no longer have to live under sin. 
right? And then it says, a new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air. I really hope I'm saying that word right. Um, <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to go back to the New King James Version. Where it says, with... It says, therefore, now no condemnation. There is now no condemnation. Nobody can condemn you again. Because those who are in Christ Jesus do not walk. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Nobody can condemn you. Because you've given your life to Christ. And you are walking according to the spirit and not according to the flesh. According to the spirit and not according to the flesh. Now in chapter, uh, I mean in verse 15, uh, well, I'll probably read from verse 15. It says, or verse 14, it says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Verse 17 says, And, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffered with him, then we are also to be glorified together. So, like I always say, Welcome to the Peaceful Corner. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. But I always say God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost is here. I may have said this before on the podcast before. Maybe not, but I know I've said it to a lot of people. I, I call Jesus my elder brother because I come to the understanding that I am a child of God. And he, when he adopted me, he adopted me into his family. Um, Not, oh, that I adopted you and we know you're adopted. And just, no, you are now mine. You are my child. Just like how Jesus was my child. This is my child. You are also my child. And that's why it says that in that verse uh, 17 where it says that, And if children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. You know how they always say like, you know, like, you know, uh, for example, if you think about a royal family, there's heirs to the throne, you know. Um, and But if you're adopted, you can't be an heir to the throne because you didn't come from that bloodline. But that's not the that's not the that's not the same case here. When God adopted us into his family, he washed us white as snow. A new power became in operation. It says that we are no longer slave to sin, which we read in chapter sixteen. I mean chapter I mean in uh yeah, chapter seven, I believe. Um where it talks about we are no longer slaves to sin. And in chapter six we also talked about how sin has no power over us again. And so now that's telling us a new power is now in operation, it's telling us that the new power, which is God, the life of God, is now living inside of us. And because we receive the spirit of God, we are no longer in the bondage of fear. But we received the spirit of adoption by which we cry out. Abba, Father. We can cry. We can cry to God and call Him our Father now because He adopted us, and He adopted us to love us. And that's why He says, "There's no condemnation whatsoever," because we announced we 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 are now called His children. 
Because we are led by the Spirit. Because we walk, it says that, you know, at the beginning, in the first chapter, it says, those who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Those who walk according to the Spirit, they can't receive, I mean, those who walk uh, according to the flesh, there can't be condemnation for them. Because, there will be condemnation for them, because they are not children of God. They are not joint heirs. They have not been adopted. Because they haven't given their life to Jesus Christ. The very reason why we give our life to him is not just because, oh, I, I can say I'm a Christian now, but because there's a new power that comes into operation. There's a new change in our life. That's why it says, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new because a new power is in operation in our lives. We walk in the spirit now. We don't live by the flesh. Like in chapter 7, where he told us about how our human body is still a flesh and it constantly fights with the... um with the spirit but we must not allow it to we must learn to walk in the spirit and not allow our 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 sinful nature um get the best of us even though we want to do right the spirit is always in you know the flesh is always trying to fight the spirit but when we walk in the spirit and we constantly kill the flesh we can walk in the spirit in the way god did in the way jesus did and live a life free of sin right just because you sin does not mean you're not an heir to a Christ anymore. There's no condemnation, remember? The only reason why you, there will be condemnation is if you sin and you go back to your old lifestyle and you let the devil become the power over your life again. And sin become the power over your life again. But when you allow Jesus to be that power, that new power that's in operation, that true power, that power of God, that light that chases out darkness, to be the power over your life and to stay in your life, and to be the one that rules your life, all will be well with you. All will be even more than well with you. And it's truly amazing. It is truly amazing. Um, chapter 31 of Romans 8. I'm being let to go there. It says, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for all, for us all, how shall we not with him also freely give us all things? Wow. What shall we say to what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up. For us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also reason. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long, we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. 
Yet in all things, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate uh, separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I'm not going to read that again, but I want you to go and read Romans 8, 31 to uh, 39 to the end. It's truly amazing where it tells us that there's now no, no I mean, the, the first the first verse already tells us that there's now no condemnation for those who walk by the Spirit. He didn't necessarily tell us that we won't we won't um have it we will have it all it will, everything will be great and rosy you know you know I skipped over some chapters and I'm, I encourage you to go read it right but but then it, it goes all the way down to I mean we went down to verse fourteen to seventeen where it tells us about how we are heirs to Christ and we're seated with Him we've been adopted it didn't I mean when you adopt a child you don't know what you're receiving you don't know the experiences that he's gone through or the child has gone through you don't know who um who he was before you don't know the problems he's facing you don't know the challenges you don't know all of it you only know what the paper tells you but if you love like this God's everlasting love you take in that child and when you take in that child you love on that child and you make sure you work to make sure that they are better than who they are or who they were. And that's exactly what Jesus God did for us. He said what shall separate us from the love of God. God gave his only son. To deliver us. Why can't we give our lives to him. Nobody. Because Jesus came and did that. The devil cannot. Cannot. Come and. Put any charges against us because God justifies. He justifies because Jesus went and died. He didn't just die, he rose again. And he's at the right hand of the Father and he's making intercession for us. He's constantly praying for us that we live on this earth to be who we are supposed to be. Live on this earth to walk the walk that he has ordained for us, that he has showed us to live. Constantly praying for us for any battles that we may face or any things that have been made up against us that we don't even know constantly making intercession 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 for us whether or not those prayers work for us is if we are yielded to him completely apart from the prayers that we pray Jesus is making intercession for us it does not mean that we do not pray or we pray but because he's making intercession for us we also have our part to play and we understand that nothing can separate us from the love of Christ nothing no, who should separate us from the love of Christ? What is it? Is it the trouble in your office? Is it the loss of someone in your family? Is it the loss of everything in your life? Is it something that you did in the past? Nothing should separate us from the love of Christ. Nothing. It says, "Who shall separate us from the love of Christ?" I like verse chapter 28, verse 28, it says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, because those angels and principalities and power that are trying to stop you from getting your answer, or that are fighting against you, fighting, you know, the progress in your life, fighting the, the, the fruit of the womb, fighting the miracles in your life, you know, making bad things to happen to you that are not of God, those principalities and power. It says, I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, 
nor things present, nor things to come. Not even the ones that are coming. You don't know what's going to come in the next five years, the next year even. It says, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able. Shall be able. Not will be or can be. Because can and can be, you know. But this can be can and can be, you know. Or cannot be, but shall be able. Shall I feel like shall is like a like affirmative. Like there's no shifting it. There's no um debate or about it, right? It says any other created thing shall be able to create separate us from the love of Christ, which is in Christ Jesus. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God. And the sweet fellowship of the Holy Ghost. Be with us now and forevermore. Apart from the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of what he walked there on earth. The love of God. Which is in Christ Jesus. Because love came and he walked on this earth. Love came in human form and he walked. Jesus walked. Oh my goodness. (sighs) Thank you Jesus. Because you are love. And nothing can separate us from your love. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you and we give you praise and honor. Because you love us very much. And you say nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. We ask, O God, that you help us to live in the fullness of who you have made us and called us to be. That we will walk this walk as you walked. And that the grace of God will follow us truly. And that we will understand that nothing can separate us from your love. Nothing can take us away. No trouble, no trials, no principalities or power can separate us no one can come and accuse us of anything because your love is with us and thank you because now there is no condemnation because we are living to walk by the spirit because we are your sons and not just children but we are growing in you to be mature to be the sons of god that we walk in the spirit in everything that we do and everything that we say and everything that we are meant to do in everything in everything we will be walk. we will walk in the spirit as your sons, that we will not make the mistake of allowing the flesh to take over. Help us to walk by the Spirit. And let it be well with us. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to give your life to Christ, um, because you need to walk by the Spirit and not let the flesh, let the new power Come into operation. Let us pray. I'm going to pray. And you're going to repeat after me. Lord Jesus. I come to you today. And I ask for you to forgive my sins. Wash me white as snow. And save my soul. From today I confess that I am yours. And I am yours forever. From today I allow you. To come and operate in my life. And I will live for you. For the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Congratulations. Heaven is rejoicing. There is, I mean, the whole, the, the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost that are here. I am rejoicing. They are rejoicing. The whole, they have the clouds of witnesses, they're cheering. They're, you know, because you are welcome to the beloved. You are now my brother and sister. We are all brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, and it's amazing. So, welcome to the beloved. God bless you. I love you. 
and i'll see you guys next oh and if you're giving life to christ i encourage you to contact us if you can on the peaceful corner podcast um at gmail.com or find us on instagram yes and i encourage you to you know get a bible start reading romans uh, or uh, and you know get a bible and start reading romans and find a bible believing church where you can go and grow more in christ god bless you see you guys next time bye bye